You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Real Presence Live. I'm Chris Bergwald. And I am Emily Leadham. And you are listening to Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting this morning. We haven't said this yet. From, from sunny, sunny Sioux Falls, Falls, South Dakota. Hope you are having a great day. We just had a fantastic, I thought, fantastic conversation with Deacon Harold Burke Seavers about um, the sin of racism and how we can respond to it in our country. What, uh, big takeaways from our conversation with Deacon Harold for you. I was just going to look up what books he's written so that people could find him. Oh. I, so I don't know if you knew this. He came to your home parish of St. Lambert yes, when a long time ago. Yep, it's been a while. I was there. Were you? That was before our time of being friends. <laughs> I didn't know you then. What the, what there was such a or time maybe I knew was. you, but didn't, you know, we weren't friends. Wow. Just kidding, Chris. <laughs> We were always, from the moment we met, instantaneous friends. So, Deacon Harold. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And, man, he just, I loved his his style and the enthusiasm that he brought forward about the gospel. And, And what's interesting is, this was several years ago, and I can't even remember the content, but, man, I remembered his fervor. Yep. And there's, there's just something really contagious about a Christian life joyfully lived, uh, which is something that I've just been thinking a lot about recently in terms of, um, sorry, I totally dodged your question. A lot of things stuck out to me from that conversation. No, I thought but it was I, excellent. Keep but, going where you're going because um, I have something on this. But I, I've just been thinking about what is our witness as joyful, uh, our Bishop, Bishop DeGroote here in the Diocese of Sioux Falls uses this phrase, I want you to be happy, healthy, holy. Happy, healthy, holy. Lay people, priests, religious, you know, all of these things. And and I've just been thinking about that in my own life in terms of, man, it has been a crazy six months right? Um, with, with COVID and with a lot of shifts happening uh, in our workplace and a lot of shifts happening in family life, all of these different things. And it's kind of taken toll on me. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been a little fogged <clears throat> mm-hmm. with all the transition. And I just, my prayer has been, Lord, help me to return to that place of being happy, healthy, and holy. And there's little things in each of those categories that I'm that I'm paying attention to, particularly, you know, healthy. I need to drink less coffee creamer. We were talking about this before <laughs> before the show started. Yes, we were. So those little, you know, those little things of what can we do in our ordinary, in our daily lives to pursue it's the simple virtues. Yep. So the thing that struck me as you were talking there, like living and that witness and so on and joy. And then in the conversation with Deacon Harold, um, you're talking about social media and there's so, I, I, I rarely, so 2002, um, I was literally, I was one of the first Catholic bloggers, uh, that, that was because blogging was brand new. Um, so I, I was pretty involved until kids started coming in. That was social media then. This is before Facebook, before yeah. Twitter, Instagram, obviously. <laughs> um, so old. I'm so old. Um, <laughs> But lately, yeah. anger. 
Huh. So, I mean, when I... I, I have, Do you feel anger? I see anger. You see anger. When I go on social media, so much... It, it, yes. I mean, people, and I'm not the first one. It's toxic. It's toxic. It's toxic. So, when I look at that, and I, and I know you're, you are, uh, have a gift for, especially on Instagram, um, with imagery, but um, it's important that we as Catholics, um, I think, be involved in the, the different forums where people are communicating and interacting, but we have to make sure that we don't get sucked in yeah. to that vortex of anger. Anger is an emotion, and therefore it's a good thing, but it's meant to lead us to action. But what happens too often in my, okay, my own experience myself, but what I see in others too, is that we just, we just wallow in it. At least a reaction. Yeah. Yeah, rather exactly. Rather than action. Then rather, yeah. So we're not, so I loved what you were driving with Deacon Harold. What can I, or my family, we, what can I, what can we do about racism? Because going on and, and frankly, virtue signaling on social media is not making much of a dent in the problem. No. No. And in fact, uh, I don't know if I've told you this, but I'm kind of going through a, uh, me and Instagram are taking a little bit of a break. Okay. It's not a breakup. It's just a break. <laughs> uh, and, and not even that I, that I haven't been utilizing the platform or anything like that, but I've been much quieter yeah. recently and doing a lot of listening, a lot of watching, a lot of observing, observing. And I think it's allowed me to see the world a little bit more clearly or to see some of the emotions that are taking place in that, in that sphere. Um, and it's, so it's actually been a really great gift. And one of the things that I think should be a rule of Instagram or of Facebook or of Twitter is that prior to hitting post or publish, you have to stop and wait at least five minutes. Ideally take the time to say a prayer and discern, is this actually what needs to be said? Is this actually contributing to the conversation is this actually contributing to in a positive way the change that i wish to see in the world or is this reactionary anger that's coming out because it's so easy to share post right right, right. And, and and because it's it's virtual um, we can do we can say things that we would never say yeah. to the if 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 it were like this where you and yeah. I are looking at each other from from uh, feet apart we would never say some of the things that we say in social yeah. and like for me like in the I've gotten incredibly this will shock you snarky and sarcastic <laughs> so, yeah. yeah surprise surprise um, and I, but that was because but I would never say that to somebody face to face I may be yeah. a little bit sarcastic but not like I could be yeah because it's virtual yeah. I feel like these platforms, maybe instead of us taking five minutes, maybe something they could do is you hit post and then a little thing pops up that says, are you sure you want to say this? Are you sure you want to post this? Yeah. Because I think there's a lot of people that would actually catch themselves and say, "Mm, yeah, is this really how I want to say this? Is this really, I mean, it just takes, it's the pause, which goes back to our healthy, happy, holy conversation to be happy, healthy, and holy. You need to take the pause. The pause. Um, we, t- we started the, the conversation today by, by mentioning that it's Natural Family Planning Awareness Week. And I was having a conversation recently with a fertility care practitioner here in the diocese. And one of the things that she articulated that I thought was so wise in regard to natural family planning is that it requires the pause. It requires yep. the intentionality of paying attention to ourselves, 
to our relationship, to our health, to our wellness, to where are we at? And Deacon, Deacon Harold said the same thing. This time of COVID has been this stop sign that's allowed the pause to say, I'm just going to look around, look left, look right. Where am I at? And I think, I think that pause, it's, it, there's a holy pause that I think we need to foster in our daily lives. You know, some people do it every hour. Francis de Sales kind of, um, gosh, what, the, the hourly retreat or something like that, where he just encouraged, take a pause, a moment. It, it's right. not a, it doesn't need to be a, a huge, massive thing, but I'm going to take a pause. I'm going to listen to my breath. I'm going to feel my heartbeat. I'm going to feel the weight in my chair. I'm going to look at the clouds in the sky. I'm going to actually be mindful of the world around me and of the things that might be stirring internally in me Mm -hmm. as well. And then I think so when we do look outward, um, actually talking to real live people. Uh, I think I shared this with you a few weeks ago, just in light of everything um, that's been going on, especially around racism. Uh, I went through the drive-through here in Sioux Falls at um, Taco Bell. I've been craving Taco Bell. Well, <laughs> hold on. Sorry, no, so totally squirrel. just side note. Uh, and, and, and the guy who uh, at, the, at the window was black. So I... I, I, I I've been, I was waiting for an opportunity. Like, okay, this seems like an opportunity. I asked him if, if he grew up here. He hadn't. He's been here for six years. And I just asked him, so have you experienced racism in Sioux Falls? And he was super excited. He said, hold on. Let me take a break. Can, I, can you pull around? So I pulled around. He, he took a break from work. And we came out and we talked for like 10 or 15 minutes. And I was just curious to hear uh, his experience of race or not. Actually talking to a real live person rather than getting on virtual media and ranting about what I think is I was asking him questions. And I was surprised to learn. Not too much. He, it's, this is, he likes Sioux Falls. But he's experienced a little bit more racism, institutional and personal personal than I would have guessed he might have. Hmm. Hmm. I actually talked to a real life human being. Yeah. And that humanizes the whole conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And he was super, he, at a certain point, his boss, I don't remember his name, but so-and-so, I, I, I need you back in here. So he had to go, but he really appreciated it. He, he, he shook my hand. Uh, he really appreciated the fact that I took time to yeah. ask him his experience, which goes back to what Deacon Harold said about in our parishes, about trying to be more deliberate and intentional about, you know, my parish at St. Lambert's, we've got a lot of families from, from, from Burma. They're Burmese. Um, but, but do I interact with them? Not so much because the language barrier, a lot of them don't speak English or sp- don't speak it very well. It's a little more work. Exactly. Yeah. But, but maybe to be intentional about reaching out and getting to know them and their culture. Yeah. Have you noticed you smile a little more broadly at people recently? How, do you feel that in yourself? No. Oh. I always smile. More? Gosh, I went to Walmart and I'm like, I'm going to smile at every single person. But I had a mask on, so I probably just looked it was crazy. In your eyes. I'm like they saw staring in your people eyes. down they saw in your eyes. trying to smile. I was like, the world just needs a little more kindness. We need a little more. The apostolate of, of the smile. Father Michael Gate, <gasps> the apostolate of the smile. The value that of thing. that. Seeing people. How many times do I walk by people and not look them in the yeah. eye and, and then smile? Yeah. I could look them in the eye and frown, but I try to yeah. smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. The Apostle of the Smile. The Apostle of the Mary Smile. Mary Queen of Smiling People. <laughs> you Pray. have all sorts of Mary ofs that I've never My heard My favorite of, is Mary I'm... Queen of Crabby Hearts. Yes, that one. That's a, I, I call on Mary Queen of Crabby Hearts more often than I would like to admit. Uh, but she's been a great intercessor for, for me. For yourself? For myself. Yeah. Or for you, you know. What? Never. <laughs> Not needed. Uh. Awesome. All right. 
You ready to move on? We're gonna, yeah, we're going to have an absolutely awesome show. We, we, we are. We're, we're coming up next, we're going to dive into missionary discipleship, as Emily mentioned earlier, what it is and why it matters. You're going to have to stay tuned to find out more on Real Presence Live. I'm Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I am Emily Leadham. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.